Hello everyone and welcome to another wonderful episode of Eternity at the Movies. We're your hosts AJ Moss and T Moss. <laughs> and today we are talking about a wonderful little movie that we saw last night called Society of the Snow. Yes, society. You know it's all about society, but it's in the snow. <laughs> well put. <laughs> yeah, so we're just going to go a little bit into this movie. It's a um, I can't remember what um, country uh, the filmmakers are from. Oh, it's... okay. I, was, I thought you were going to say, like, where it was done. Well, it takes like... place in Uruguay. Um, I believe, and they're flying to, like, Chile or with Chile on the way or something like that. Like, But let's see. What do we got here? Um, it's on. It's on Netflix right now, this movie. And it's basically a story about a group of rugby uh, college students, I think. That's what they are. But it's most it's mostly the boys um, and a couple of women who are flying basically over these big mountains. And I can't remember for the life of me what the mountains are called. Um, let's see. Yeah, they crack. Oh, the, in, on a glacier in the Andes. So, yeah, it's... Um, what, what what do you what, what do you think, my dear? <laughs> Tell I, me. Tell I me mean, more. like, um, before uh, after we watched this movie, they said in the YouTube that this movie was done in Hollywood. It's called Alive, and when I look at the IMDb, oh, that's it's, yeah, that's the original movie from the early nineties. Yeah, and it's a Hollywood, and then they say it was like seven point five, and the people loved it. But after people seen this one, this is like. Now the Hollywood looks like crap. Because <laughs> this movie, you can see all the characters, like, they look like they are dying, and their, like, faces all cracked and bluish. You can see that they've, they've seen the... Their, their bodies are reacting to the effects of starvation and uh, the cold, things like that, yeah. But if you've seen the, um, the old version of the life, you can see they look like normal people, like there's, there's no starving thing. They look like healthy. It's just... But it's old movie, so I don't want to judge too much, but, but this movie, from the starting, it felt like normal, trying to bring the character, and then suddenly you're in the plane, and I just like thinking that we are going to Disneyland soon. I'm just like scared of flying now <laughs> and i hope i don't fly off like that movie <laughs> yeah it's there's definitely the the actual plane crash is really well done it's a really frightening sequence uh and showing you the little details sometimes that that would often be some of those moments would be done in a flash like in a second like when the seats basically like when they hit the snow and the seats basically crunch crunch on one another and you see like everyone's reaction of that crunch that would potentially happen in like a second because it would be so intense um and you've also got people flying out of the back of the plane and yeah it's it's really terrifying set of of sequences and it's but it's also just really well done this is actually a director that um, I actually really like. I just think he has a very interesting. I don't know if I should say style or just eye, but um, he directed Jurassic World, 
uh, Fallen Kingdom, which I know a lot of people don't like. I think that movie was actually well directed by him. I think it's one of the, it's basically the only one I can really compliment just because I think he's a good director. He also directed a really cool movie called The Impossible. You've heard of that movie, right? Maybe I have to see it, but I think it, the shot he did was really great. Like every shot, like people flying off from the plane, and then they, he did one shot from the bottom where he, it was just showing the one guy like freaking out. And I think I think it felt like you were in the plane the whole time, because a lot lot of movies they were done plane flying off, and you just thought like, oh, it looks like a fake CGI. But this one, like you can see like all the passenger, even they're not part of the character like all the side character was not important they were like freaking out and then you know yeah they were all really good actors really good performers and it's it's really interesting because you just kind of it's kind of a ensemble piece where you think one character's the main character and then it just kind of becomes clear that all these characters have that you, you care about really all of them individually too and there's also this sense of literally anyone could die mm-hmm. and it's really s- scary and I one of the uh, scariest moments is their first night um, in the cold trying to spend it inside this broken crashed plane and they're all trying to keep each other warm and a lot of them are crying and, oh, yeah. and I think a few of them just didn't even make it through the night because it was so harsh yeah, I mean, like, it's snowing at this time, and then watching this movie just, like, feels like you can feel the cold in your fingers and, like, shivering. Yeah, it's really intense. The um, re- They really sell their performances, and they just... It's it's all in the details, too, of just, like, how they're... Um, obviously, they're unable to sleep. They're, some of them are having, I think, severe... Um, infections and warts uh warts i don't don't know (laughs) what is it um uh just the um the things that get on their back of i don't know if it's like malnutrition i think that was definitely a part of it but like just certain like things on their body that i can't remember the life yeah infections and all that just their bodies reacting to the severe cold and not getting the nutrients they need and of course starving to death um yeah, and then, then there's a one group who doesn't want to eat because they just don't know if sh- they should be eating it because like well they, we haven't even said what they're eating they're they get to the point where it's like we have to eat the dead <laughs> and, and it's like they're not like killing each other and eating it. that's true that was never the case and i think that's um an interesting i mean it's always interesting to see how far people have to go but this is also based on a true story so oh yeah i forgot to tell that yeah yeah so it's a true story that i mean i know there's a book and i would really like to read it read that and know just how close they were what liberties the filmmakers might have taken but everything definitely felt very real there are little details i never would have would have thought of like they're even saying like like they're peeing black liquid and everything that's i don't know exactly what what part of their situation was making them making their bodies react that way i think it was the starvation but yeah, yeah. And then, plus they don't have nutrition stuff and they said that cannibalism is very illegal and they don't know what to do well it's interesting because it's not even about it being illegal it's that it, i think they come from a christian school okay. so it's a very morally wrong thing mm-hmm. for them um 
that that's why they're not doing it and i think that's how most people would consider it even if not from a religious point of view it's very like we can't do that because it's wrong and then you got a couple of them saying like god would never forgive us and yeah yeah. i mean like how i don't know how true it is based on this show i mean based on this movie and book but from the movie it looks like they're not like betraying everyone is like we can do it you know we can handle it or you know there was tiny bit uh disagreement about the eating human meat but but you don't see like betraying stuff and things there. you can see them they, i mean yeah they get into certain little arguments and everything but the it, you can also feel that sense of like they are a team not just because they played rugby together but because they know each other they know each other i mean well it's interesting because at the beginning the narration the main um the guy you think is the main guy kind of says he barely knows most of the people there but they're still kind of a team <laughs> That's um, what, that was a weird thing because we thought he was he looks like an adam driver oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we we thought he was the main guy but then he's he died i was like okay so yeah we, spoiler alert um, uh, <laughs> but we already spoiled from the beginning but yeah. you know this podcast is all spoiler but i'm just saying is like he died and then in the, in the in the almost half of the movie and then you were like wait so he's not the main guy so what's yeah, going on and i think that's that's a super risky thing to do but at the same time i felt like it was very smart it was it, i mean it, it still kind of left a lot like like oh no who do i attach to but by that point you're also kind of attached to the group as a whole yeah. again it's a super risky thing to do that is you know you have to have a very good reason but the reason here was basically so that you couldn't be like, oh, he's the main character, he'll be fine. Yeah. Because he's and the one who's going to tell the story. Yeah, and then it threw you off too, but the in the YouTube it was explaining that how they did great with the character. You're thinking he was the main character and he will survive, you know, like you said. Yeah. But it was saying that also you have to see the point of view from the dead guy too. Yeah, and, yeah. That's, and that is kind of interesting, like, because he's narrating and you're like, oh, he's totally going to be fine because he's narrating because this is him telling the story which he probably told everyone else once he survived and then it has a bit of dialogue and he's like and that's when i died like it's like wait what really (laughs) you you, you're dead you're gone that's that's not right that's serious that's serious but but it was disturbing from the beginning and then it, it is settled a little bit Mm-hmm. And then these people goes in the snow and then survive and stuff, you know, like mountain to mountain. And it was it was pretty long for me. I thought it was a little bit, a little boring. I I don't want to well, take off on, people, me, but yeah. but but you you like that long one. I just felt like it was never ending. There's a movie that feels feels it, you know, like some people think it's great. Some mm-hmm. people are like, okay, this is very long. We need to cut that down and then show me, you know. Yeah, but they were say, walking. But they were walking the whole time. There was no scenery where they were falling and stuff, and you know. But there's one thing I liked before they were going to, you know, to final destination. You know, their f- final stop. Um, the scene where you know, first time they went in the mountain and three of them people, um, the the storm was coming, so they're trying to hide behind that rock. And you can feel that guy eye turning. Oh yeah, it was the first time. The first time they went out to to see if they could kind of get a bearing, their bearings, catch their bearings, see where they're at, and 
yeah, his eyes basically froze and were, you went blind. Um, yeah, that was scary. I don't know how true it can be, but it yeah. might be true though. But also, like, I like the sound effects of it. You can hear the crack of every yeah. clothes. And... When they woke up that morning and they're covered in snow and frost, you hear that when they like stretching and moving and everything just it's it's like oh man how how are you alive and they're and when you look at them they're it's almost like dude i don't even know (laughs) i I feel like if they have done in the theater with the sound effects and um, i don't know it might be like great movie it might be even better i now i will say i kind of understand your position of like there was a point um in the second act kind of after the midpoint of the film where things really slowed down it was kind of when our the guy that we thought was the main character got his leg infected and he couldn't really do anything and he was kind of sitting around and it was more there was one line where he's talking with the guy the older guy who has kids and basically explained that his purpose is to get back to them which i thought was a great scene um but other than that it was it was a lot slower and you start to and you and you kind of gotten an idea that they've that right now they're mostly just waiting and that's when the tension starts to go down but i thought it went back up a little later after he had died and they decided okay we're going and we're gonna basically keep going until we find i mean we're gonna send out our little group here and they're gonna keep going until they find some help basically but it was like more like when they saw the mountain i was like oh there's nothing it's just mountain and then you go there, i was like oh mountain you mm-hmm. know and it was keep going and going it's just i don't know it's just probably lost my you know the the thriller on that movie for me because mm-hmm. it was going great and then like you said it went down yeah. i know they're trying to calm down but you do I, need a bit of a break because there was a lot happening um, but yeah, I understand. I think they could have shaved maybe twenty minutes from the movie. If I'm being picky, I, I mean, I guess that's not that picky. That's definitely a good amount of time, uh, just because it, yeah, it just definitely started to slow down. You need, like you said, you, there needs to be a little bit of that, a little bit of rest. But that's, yeah, that's the only thing is that like between the midpoint and the third act is when things really start to slow down. But I think that's how all the French movies, isn't it? Like, I, is saw, a, I don't think it's a is French, French movie. Or Italian? Oh, well, they were definitely speak. I thought they were speaking Spanish, but I'm not well, sure. I think that most movie and TV show have done that when I watch it. They're kind of like intense, so intense, and then suddenly they drop down a little bit. But every like slow scene, it might be like 5, 10 minutes, but I felt like it was like 30 minutes <laughs> mm-hmm. to me. But I think that's where it threw me a little bit off. Like, kind of went boring to me yeah and then i just like lost the track i was like oh when is gonna end you know <laughs> i mean a lot of people like it there's only a few people and one of those those are me i i like slow but not that too slow right no and i but i, but I, I know understand. i i respect people who lo- really loved it i will i think it's great it's just i think it's a very good movie it's i mean it's not like it would be in my top like 20 of the year I mean, but it doesn't like beat like beat Godzilla, the Oppenheimer. <laughs> Oppenheimer or Godzilla minus one, which are my two favorite movies of the year. Um, but I think this was real. I, I was actually pleasantly surprised because I've seen survival stories that are so slow and so 
and very boring and like everyone is talking and all the critics are saying like oh this is the most amazing character story i'm talking about these other films that i've seen that are very uh pretentious and um just mostly pretty cinematography and they can be very boring this one i thought was a lot better than those it was like i said like we were saying it does slow down at moments yeah, but there was yeah yeah everything else there were so many moments sorry the baby's starting to wake up but there were so many moments where i was on the edge of my seat um particularly what scared me the most was around the midpoint where um before things started to slow down they were all like starting to feel a little better like the group had basically decided to they'd accepted cannibalism and um and so they were starting to get a little more energy and a little more comfortable um trying to make jokes and tell stories and stuff like that and they're because they're inside the the plane and it's a big it's like 30 of them at this moment maybe a little less um and they're all just talking and laughing and having some fun and then you hear this rumble it's like what was that? <laughs> and, <laughs> and it was not one time they they keep coming, and then I feel suffocated just watching them. Yeah, because the rumble, because they kind of planted it earlier on where you see an avalanche in the distance. So when you hear that rumble, it's still in your head. Like, what if there's an avalanche? And you're like, oh, no, 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 that can't be what I think it is. Maybe they'll be okay inside this plane. And it goes, it breaks through their little barrier it was just like the open part of the plane that was covered by suitcases it just blows through there and there's and they're just covered in like eight feet of snow <laughs> i mean like after watching that movie i feel like i need to watch men versus wild <laughs> yeah yeah and you do a trick because like you gotta watch those movies but those people were able to get the radio to find out what's going on instead of waiting you know yeah they definitely were taking more action just to see if they could do something most tragic moment is when they got the radio working near the beginning and they said that the search had been called off <laughs> and they're all like just freaking out and panicking and it's it's a really heartbreaking yeah. scene and then which made them when go uh, far away to find it if they were waited and they'd probably be dead yeah yeah they obviously had to take matters in their own hands and seek some help um but yeah seeing some of these characters grow um the, these ones that um some of them, I think, I think the guy who found help, wasn't he the guy that at the beginning who had a sister? She died. Is that the same guy, I think? Sister who died? Yeah, there was the guy with the long hair, and he had those big bruises under his... Under and I think, I think it's the same guy who was kind of in a horrible situation, but took charge um, near the end, and yeah. I believe that was him. But yeah, they go and they finally get help. But, yeah, so I, I think this was a very, very intense, very inspiring movie that I really wasn't expecting. I knew this movie existed. I, well, I found out it existed like a week ago. Um, and I thought, oh, okay, yeah, maybe I'll check that out if it ends up on streaming. And then Searing saw it and said, like, we should watch that. And I was like, oh, okay, we'll, we'll check it out. It's a foreign movie then... that, I mean, not, nothing wrong with foreign movies. So, um, my favorite, a lot of my favorite movies are foreign films, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty good. I think it says it's from country from Spain and USA, but 
looks mm. more like a Spain. But yeah, yeah, Spain they're they're Spanish. They're they're Spanish filmmakers. Yeah, those people have really good drama and the acting was great. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, but it's it's very sad while watching it. It's just like feels like our life is nothing compared to them. You know, yeah. uh, they started to lose like faith, and you know, you can see that why we exist, why why happening to us when we're given nothing. You know, yeah. you can totally see that it's. It's really sad just seeing it. It feels like not movie to me. I felt like when I was watching it, the whole time I just see them like it's like it's like I'm in the plane seeing the pain and mm-hmm. it's just making yeah. me tear up and thinking about if I was there, how am I gonna do? Yeah, how I'm gonna take care of my baby or my husband or yeah, it's heartbreaking when they have someone with them. Especially when, I mean, the guy near the beginning with the sister who, I mean, one of his first questions was, where's my sister? Is she okay? Is she okay? And then they said, yeah, yeah, she's she's over here. She's resting. And she obviously didn't make it because she was already very sick and he was near the beginning of the film. Um, basically, anyone who was injured at the beginning of the film had no chance of making it, unfortunately, <laughs> after all the she stuff that happened. Well, I don't know if she was, I mean, she. I think she was getting sick, but I think she got injured. Um, and she, you could tell she was just kind of clinging on to life. Um, yeah, and then also the husband and wife were, the hus- the wife's dead because he said that he stepped on her. Well, it's, it's, it's so heartbreaking the way he said it. Like, he was basically saying she couldn't get out, and he was stuck above her, and the only way for him to get out and potentially help her was to push her down. <laughs> And so it's really heartbreaking because you kind of see, like, he kind of had to do it. So Otherwise, they would have both died. Yeah. Um, and then he felt, like, regrets. He was trying mm-hmm. to say that to the other guy because the other guy was already feeling depressed. Yeah, he didn't know and then he what was purpose saying, this like, had. Yeah, and then the, hus- the husband was like, okay, I did that thing. I feel guilty, you know. I Sometimes I think that I should have done that. I'd probably die with her if she was going to die, you mm-hmm. know. But... It made me sad. I think it was great. In the end, everyone's happy. They tried to cover the bones and stuff, which was very dark. Oh, yeah. When they're taking pictures, um, and they're just, there's just rib cages and bones everywhere. It's, it's really brutal, um, that, that idea. But I also like how, I mean, there was never any... In the, in the end, I think, like, as an audience member, I think they knew that we would accept it because they had to do it. And it, it was obvious that they would have that moral um, objection, that conflict, that they would end up doing it. But eventually, they accepted it, and they just did it, and no one ever blamed them. And, and the whole time, I don't really blame them either. I'm like, you, you, you got to do what you got to do, as long as you're not basically taking each other's lives yeah and then like they respect them and then and in the end like they said that each other like if any of if if any of them died yeah you can eat me yeah Yeah, they're giving a permission to it and which is kind of like nice like most hollywood they do is like they're all like greedy and kill each other you know but this Mm -hmm. movie was felt different yeah it's also just kind of it's really uh, um nice to know that it was based in reality because it's just like okay reality is not as evil yeah. as you think it's desperate and yes things people do bad things sometimes yeah, but a lot of the time people 
they try to help. They try to help you. Yeah. They I try mean, to like, dig you out of the snow. They try to help yeah. you live. Like, it did show, like, they have fight and stuff. It happened. Yeah, they have an argument, but it's not but, like they ever really tried to do... They never really got to the point where they tried to do one another harm. So... But, yeah, it was great. I think, like, just, you know, in the end, there's a nudity, uh, men stuff, but... <laughs> uh, I tried to not look, but it's just... I think it just shows that how crazy their body became. Yeah, their bodies had... I mean, technically, there was a little bit at the beginning, like in the background, at in a shower scene. But yeah, at the end. But I think both of those, if I understand like it correctly, com- yeah, they're kind of comparing. Like, look, look at these healthy, muscular athletes, you know. Um, and then at the end, where it, they are just, oh, they are just living skeletons. Like it's, it's really horrifying to look at. So it's absolutely not played as, you know, anything like sexual or inappropriate. Um, it's it's graphic. <laughs> I don't think they even say bad words there. I don't maybe, think so. Maybe no. they did, but they probably took the cash. They probably out. could have gotten away with a PG thirteen <laughs> had they, had they removed. Yeah, some just, of, yeah. just that thing. But um, it was it was very intense. It's kind of sad. I I don't want to say it was like a great movie. It's not based on great movie. I mean, I, I highly great... recommend it. I I think everyone should check it out yeah. and just. It's you know. just sad. But also happy for people who are alive, you know, yeah. um, lucky to be alive. And I feel bad for all those people who survived might have PTSD. PTSD? Yeah. Yeah. yeah then, but just looking at them, you can totally see that how they were buried and then feeling suffocated. And probably it's harder to, like, probably people have nightmare. Mm. But, but, you know, just, just watch it. It's a good to honor the people who were, who died on the plane. Yeah, yeah and they definitely that was another thing they did, and that we'll wrap this up. But you know, every time someone died, they would put their name on screen, and it's I don't think I've ever seen it like that. I mean, normally filmmakers will wait till the end of the movie and just yeah. just put the pictures there, um, and they do have actual photos of mm-hmm. in the end. Yeah, at the end, but with this, every time someone died, they would put their name there. Yeah. And it was—it's really, unique. It's a yeah. It was a nice little tribute to those who, um, unfortunately, didn't make it. Yeah. So. All right. All right. Well, we're gonna wrap this one up. But um, a society of the snow. I deeply, I strongly recommend it. Yes, um, I I'll recommend recommend it too. It's just a little slow for me, but, <laughs> but it was great. I will say that the all these people were great. This movie just felt really. I mean, like, real, like, those people, felt like those people were yeah. real instead of acting, you know? Yeah, it was, but, yeah, it was a very real movie. But now I have to pray for the rest in peace through those souls. Yeah, well, I mean, pity the living, don't pity the dead. <laughs> both, I'm saying the both, because <laughs> it's sad in both sides. Oh, I, un- I, I understand. I'm, I'm just saying that, you know... I'm not pitying the dead. I'm pitying both sides. But, oh, wait, I'm not pitying. I'm yeah. being a, a bit, like, you know, like, praying for their... Oh, yeah, yeah. Being I... happy and, you know, but, but yeah. Just, let's round it okay. up. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. It was great. And then we, we'll get the next one soon. Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks, everyone, for wa- for listening. And we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.